0: yes, please welcome with me our uh, dear Pastor, Pastor Ayo Agunloye. Good morning, sir.
1: Good morning, sir. Good morning, dear listeners. May the Lord
0: bless us this morning amen. with his words to Amen, amen, amen. Please say a word of prayer as we begin. All right. Our Father in heaven,
1: we thank you for your message. Thank you, Lord. So thank you for your love. Thank you for this morning again. Thank you for this grace the gift of this day, accept our heart of what is in Jesus' name. As we go into your world, we ask that you open your word to us and Amen. open our eyes to your world. Amen. Open our hearts of understanding Amen. that we might understand. Amen. <laughs> That's which you have for us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, because you come our prayer. Lord, we ask that this period of sharing together will be blessed by you. The heavens will be opened and the Spirit will be opened upon us and will hear a voice pointing off to Jesus Amen. that this is my beloved son Amen. in whom I am worthy and we will hear him. Amen. Thank you, Father, because you will do this to us. Thank you. The word will make to treat in us and it will do us good. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. Amen. This year, we have been considering revisiting our foundation. We know that the foundation is important for any building or anything. We talk of foundation not only in terms of building, even in education. The primary school is here to be the foundation of education that is built in, upon in secondary school and. Um, in the institutions, and so on like that. That's why some courses are prioritized like, with some other courses. And we have come a long way since January to now we, we started looking at foundations for our divine approval. When we need or when we have divine approval, how do we get divine approval? And what is the foundation for it? We say that God is not stingy in giving divine approval to His children, but there needs to be a foundation for it, so that that divine approval that is supposed to be a blessing does not eventually become a destruction to us, because the weight of success is also one of the uh, one of the things that destroys people, and so. If it is not if there is no very solid foundation for success, that same success that is supposed to be a blessing can be a destruction, can cause destruction. And that is why we started looking at all some things to do that will serve as good foundation for us to prepare ourselves, our lives for Divine approval God's approval over our life. So When we are talking of divine approval That is Open heaven upon you To release All the resources that you need To please God In that assignment that you are doing And The divine resident, Abiding anointing Of God from heaven Like it came on Jesus in bodily form, and then divine introduction in what you are doing, that God announces to you to people that this is my beloved Son in whom I'm working. Listen to him. Now, those three dimensional help, divine help, come as a result of divine approval from heaven when God approves you. And we have been looking at the issue of study, which is brought from our text Second Timothy chapter two verse 15 and I'll read the amplified version that says, "Study and be eager, and do your utmost to present yourselves to God approved, tested by trial, a workman who has no cause to be ashamed, correctly analyzing." and accurately dividing rightly handling and skillfully teaching the word of truth we have been, we have been um, on the matter of study for some time we have been looking at the issue of study how to study and all that and in order to get God's approval but today We want to actually look at another aspect of it, which is take heed what you hear, because as a student that is studying, you hear voices. Whether you are listening to a preacher that is preaching, whether on in your church, on radio, on television or on on your social media or you are studying your Bible by yourself or you are reading what somebody is teaching or is preaching maybe in a tract or in a book or whatever whether in a song or in a movie there is a voice that you are hearing and the Bible is now Giving a specific and very important instruction when Jesus was speaking in Mark chapter 4, verse 24 and 25. He says, And he said unto them, Take heed what ye hear. With what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you, and unto you that hear. Shall not be given. For he that has to him shall be given, and he that has not from him shall be taken, even that which he has. So when he thinks he has not, even that which he has will be taken from him. It means that one way or the other, somebody has something. Whether he thinks he has or not, whether he knows he has. Or not. There is something in everyone, but the question here now is: Take heed. What you hear, what you hear, determines who you are. What you hear when you hear errors, you will live a life of error. When your life, when you concentrate on hearing just what pleases you, you will live a life of error. You know, it's just like the diet. Now that the Lord is helping us to know more about diet and food and how to eat, we are getting to know that sweet things, eating sugar and eating things, too much salt, too much sugar, and all those things are part of the things that make our body susceptible to illnesses. Though they are sweet, though they they are pleasant to eat and we enjoy them when we are eating them, but they are junk and they prepare the body for any kind of disease and sickness. They make the body to, to be fertile ground for diseases and sicknesses. And then it makes drugs to be necessary, to be important to be taken. And why some people say, make your food your job, so that you don't make your job your food. In other words, eat medically, that is, eat hygienic, eat good food. Eat food correctly with a good lifestyle, rather than trying to take jobs. The same way is what we are trying to bring into this, uh, this matter of study, that you, what you hear... Is going to determine who you are. If you don't like to hear what is sweet, what is what is um, interesting to you, what is exciting your head, then it will not help your spiritual life. It is most of the things that excite your head that you say, yes, 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 ride on, ride on, go ahead, go ahead, preach it, pastor. All those things eventually Kill your soul. They destroy the soul because they are sweet things and they are not coming from the Word of God. They They don't make you to tremble at His Word. They don't make you to, they don't point your own issues to you that you need to deal with, that will now make you to become more like Christ. When you listen to things that make you happy, that makes you feel good, the way you are, that makes you feel alright, that well, God accepts me the way I am, I'm okay the way I am, God listens to the inside, God does not listen to the outside, God, is, since Jesus has died for me, He has taken everything in me, therefore, whatever I am, whatever I do outside, does not really matter, and therefore, I don't listen to men that makes me Makes me sad I don't listen to men That makes me regret The way I What I do And the way I think And my outward appearance And all that Well You may be undoing yourself If you Continue to stand on that Because The Bible says Take heed What you hear You have To be careful Of what you hear If you really want to make anything, any good thing out of your life, if you really want to make any good thing out of your spiritual life, Jesus is warning by himself in Mark chapter 4, 24 and 25 that take heed what you hear. And that is what we are now going to concentrate on today, to begin to look at. We are going to begin to look at that particular verse and bring out Applications, personal applications for us from Davos when we return from this short break. Please stay with us. You are listening to gospelbellsradio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. Keep listening and invite others, too. God bless you.
0: And yes, God bless you indeed. You have been listening to the voice of Pastor Ayo Agunloye, leading us in reflection on the theme, Take heed, take heed what you hear. If you have questions or comments, do not hesitate to send them. Either on WhatsApp by tapping the WhatsApp widget on the bottom right-hand corner of our page or by sending it in anonymously using the form right there on our page under the player that says, are you listening right now? Just use that form and send in your comments or questions. Uh, you can reach Pastor Yagloy on 0808-718-0680. 0808-718-0680. Or by email paul.agunlohe at gmail.com paul.agunlohe at gmail.com If you want to listen to past episodes of Reflections Tuesday, just scroll down on our homepage. You'll find the link there. Just keep scrolling. you get to where we have curated past episodes of Reflections Tuesday. And if you want to join the Bible study organized every, every Sunday by Pastor Yagunlohe's ministry, your Potter's house, you can do so. Just reach out to him. Or reach out to us and we connect you with uh with that bible study tomorrow on gospel best radio is watching on god Wednesday. day do you have a body in your heart that you want to share with god's people yes uh do do send it anonymously go through our home page you'll find the form for sending anonymous prayer requests. And if you want to share a testimony, do join us on Thursday at 7 a.m. Do join us on Thursday at 7 a.m. for thankful, thankful Thursday. Every weekday at 8 a.m., we gather here for On the Lord's Side, Christian Perspectives on News and Culture every weekday at 8 a.m. We look forward to you joining us. Thank you very much. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will continue, will continue to feed us, feed us with His Word. Over to you now, Pastor Sam.
1: All right, thank you. Welcome back, listeners. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. So we started talking about heed what you hear. And I will read that passage, Mark chapter 4, verse 24 and 25, in Amplified Version, nine. And it says to them, Be careful what you are hearing. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear, will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you, and more besides will be given to you, who hear, for to him who has, will more be given, and all that. Now, we see from the scriptures that the more you study, I said earlier on that you hear voices. When the, there are various voices in the air that is sending a message to you, either through a book or through a music or through a drama, through a sermon that you are, you can hear someone preach, or even as you yourself study, you sit down, to study the Word of God or whatever you're studying. It says you must take it. A lot of you have been... have been pierced with the arrow of pornography and sexual problems as you lead sexually arousing models or, or magazines and things like that. When you are not taking your care, when you do not take it, what you read, you have been shot with that arrow And you are finding it difficult to get yourself out of it Now, the way to get out of it again, if you are serious Is to take heed what you read To so now read this word of truth, the word of God To replace that and to meditate To engage your mind completely with the word of truth now replace that which you have sown, which has germinated, and which is bearing fruit concerning the immoral and sexually pervasive things that you have heard and you have watched or you have read before that has now made you to be a slave to masturbation, pornography, and other sexual things. Now, because of what you read, you have found yourself becoming close to some other things. The way to the way out of it, as we are praying, is actually also to give yourself to studying and reading the truth of the Word of God, listening to messages and counselling counsels that will, that will sow the good seed, the living seed of the Word of God in you. So the what the Bible is saying now, be careful. It's not every preacher you must listen to if you already know the kind of faith that that preacher sows. It's not every message you must listen to if you know that this message is not going to make you to become more like Jesus. Some of you want to take from here, you want to take from there, you want to take from here, take from this preacher, take from that preacher, in the name of being balanced. But unfortunately, what you get is weed among the seed, the living seed. And unfortunately also, weed grow faster and heal and and and, and, uh, and make make your seed, the seed that you are actually sowing, that you really want, it makes it, it chokes it up and it makes it ineffective, it's not bearing fruits. So when you hear from here, from here, from there, here today you, you are hearing a message that wants to make you a millionaire on earth and you are pursuing it, and here today you are making a message that wants to make you to become holy that is dealing with your life when you are here today you are hearing a message that wants to make you um uh, something else all those things they are they will they, they are not the whatever is not after making you to become like jesus christ whatever even if it is sweet to you and it is making you feel good and it is looking at uh, like something that will make you touch something that will that will make you live well on earth here, and yet it's not what will make you to become like Jesus. You are undoing yourself because you are sowing seed that will that will choke and kill. The living seed of the word of God that will make you to become like Jesus, and that will set your heart to be to, 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 to pursue eternity in heaven. Because the Bible says, where the treasures of a man is, so that is where his heart will be. When your treasure is here on earth, and you build all your treasures on earth here. Your heart will be on earth here And you are not striving to make eternity with heaven In heaven with Christ again So, the Bible, Jesus, is learning here Be careful what you hear That's in Amplified Version And it says to them Be careful what you are hearing The measure of thought and study Will give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you no wonder you are not bearing the fruit of the spirit no wonder you have not overcome the matter of anger since you have been going to church no wonder you still set in life in order to get wealth in order to get the job in order to move on to, to get promotion at work in order to get that business, that contract, and all those things. No wonder you can see compromise. You find it easy to compromise. Is it not because of the messages you've been hearing? Is it not because your heart now is shared with hot iron? Your conscience is here with hot iron because of the messages that you have been hearing and you say that it doesn't really matter as, as long as God can... God, uh, you can confess your sin to God after you have done it, and then God will forgive you. Some even teach you that grace abounds much more where sin abounds. Therefore, don't just worry. You just continue to commit sin. And grace, wherever sin is, grace does much more abound. It is where there is sin that grace can be effective. That is what some people teach you, that don't worry, don't do it, get what you need to get, and then I'll go for forgiveness, He forgives you. How will you become like Jesus? How can the life of Jesus manifest in your life when someone is teaching you a way to get on a life without Christ, without the Spirit of Christ, and without the Word of truth? Now, the Bible is saying if you really want to be like Jesus, if you really want to take the salvation of Christ in your life, if you really want to prepare yourself for eternity with Christ in heaven, then one of the things you must do to lay a foundation for it is be careful what you are hearing, be careful the messages you listen to, be careful. The movie you watch. Be careful the music you listen to. You listen to water music. You say secular music. I learned something in in secular music. Some of you you waste your time on all these seasonal uh, seasonal season movies. You watch you watch seasonal season movies, that is it season one, season two, season three and you spend your time, your life on secular or non-Christian movies, non-Christian music, non-Christian um, novels, you read them and you just you just occupy your mind, your heart with different. things You say there are things we learn from them. There are things we learn from them. All those. Have you forgotten that as you are learning those things, the devil is also sowing poison into your life. Because what kills a man is not a full, a, a, a full meal of poison, but it just a little dose of poison in the entire food. That's what kills a man. You don't need to eat poison. You don't need to eat all the food as poison before it can kill. So when the devil is presenting something and he says you will let this place this, there, you will let this place this, there, and you will let this place there, and there are poisons that it has been linked to its poison all along. And while you are trying to get something from it, you have been, your soul has been poisoned, and then you are looking for how to be delivered from that poison. Why would you kill yourself? Beware and be careful what you listen to. Now, when you are studying your Bible, even personally, Jesus is saying beware. Do you know that even the devil comes, when you are meditating, the devil comes with his own with his own ideas. The devil comes with his own interpretation of the scriptures. The devil comes with his own um, application of the scriptures. And it, it comes like he went to Jesus, He's doing his sensation in Matthew chapter 4. The Bible says he was in the wilderness. Alone. What does a man do in the wilderness? Apart from praying, he meditates. And I assume that Jesus was both praying and meditating. He was having a time, 40 days prayer and fasting in the wilderness. And when you are praying, you have time to meditate. And the devil came after he had finished fasting. And the devil took him to a, a, a temple and he said throw yourself down the pinnacle of the temple throw yourself down for it is written in Psalm 91 he was quoting the word of God to you he was quoting the scripture to you Jump down Jump, throw yourself down for it is written you will give the angels charge over you that you not dash your feet against any against any stone.'" And Jesus, because he, he, he was careful of what he had, he would not throw himself down. Because he know that even though that was the word of God, but it was not the word from God at that time. The devil will come to you and say, did the Bible not say this? Did the Bible not say this? But the question is, is that coming from God? In Genesis, Satan himself spoke through the serpent to to Eve. And he said, you shall not surely die. And there are things that Satan said, even in the Bible. So there are words of Satan, there are words of God, there are words of men in the Bible. And if you are not careful to listen to the voice that is coming to you to get to know who is really speaking in this passage, whose voice am I hearing, then you are you are you are laying a foundation for your own displacement. If you want to lay foundation to be approved of God, to rightly divide the word of God, divide the word that is from God from the word that is from the devil. rightly dividing the word of truth. Divide it that this one is the word of God in the Bible. This one is the word of Satan, even though I can see it in the Bible. This one is the word of men, even though I can see it in the Bible. This one is coming from the flesh, even though it is in the Bible. The word of God must come from God for it to be effective and powerful in your hand, in you. No, that's which you are standing on, which you said, the Bible says, be angry and see not. Are you giving it a thorough study? Have you done study on it? You are you think that it is a permission for you to be angry. That is why the Bible says, be angry and see, uh, uh, see, not, or, and see not, depending on how you are quoting it. The Bible says, be careful the way you hear. When you are reading your Bible, be careful the voice that is speaking to you. The devil wants you to keep, he doesn't want you to be free from the spirit of anger, and he will make you to read it as be careful. I mean, make you to read Ephesians chapter 4 verse 23 as be angry but sin not. The Bible is not telling you not to be angry. Why will you not be angry with that man that has done something to you? You have to be angry, and you have to do this and do that to him, so that he will know that next time he should not do that to you. You are not a you are not a fool. You are not a stupid man. You are just a believer, not a stupid man. When you hear the voice of the devil, and you are not able to discern that this is not of God, then you will be even reading the Bible to your own destruction. So, it is important, the Bible Jesus is saying, be careful what you hear. And it says, because the measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you. So, when somebody is teaching you something in the Scriptures, and is doing the Bible teaching to you, or whether the person is teaching you something anywhere, and you will not go back like the Syrian Christian to study, to see whether what that person is teaching, and is using the Bible to back himself up is actually true, or whether he's taking it out of context, or whether he's just misinterpreting it, which is not what the Lord is intending to pass across, like the example of being angry that I, I just quoted. Many people think that the Bible is giving them permission to be angry to the extent that they will not sin. Whereas, if you give it thorough study and meditation, you will understand that the Scripture does not contradict itself. Even in the principles of biblical interpretation with the humanities, the Bible does not contradict itself. In that same passage, where it says, be ye angry and sin not, it also said, put off all this anger, love, and all those things. It says, put them off. In the same passage, how will, he, how will the same scriptures be talking about putting off anger and then Putting on anger at the same time—that is, that you should be angry. If you really give it thorough study, you will discover that the value of overcoming anger will come to you when you take your time to study and give it thorough meditation, good thought, and it should think about it. How can the same Holy Spirit who says that? The works of the flesh are manifest in Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 to 21. And he mentioned anger as part of the works of the flesh that will take a man to hell. And he said, I tell you as I have told you before, that anyone that does all these things or any of these things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And anger is part of it. How can the same Holy Spirit be telling you and permitting you to be angry and not uh, not sin? When anger itself is actually the sin, not that, is it possible to get angry with the anger of man and not sin? When the Bible says the wrath of man, the anger of man does not work the righteousness of God and all unrighteousness is sin. So brethren, When the scripture is talking to you, when anyone is preaching, as you are listening to me today, go back and check the scripture that I am quoting to you, that I am speaking from, and see whether what I am telling you is true or not, before you apply it to your own life. Because on the judgment day, no preacher will will be able to stand to defend you. Everyone will be facing his own warrant and will, will be too busy facing his own warrant without having time. Not having time for you at all. Nobody will be able to, even if he eventually makes heaven. You yourself that has followed his wrong teaching might not make heaven. Because you will not be there when he repents. You have the you have the you have the, you have the Various versions of the scriptures to use to study the Bible to understand what the Bible is talking about. The level, the measure of thoughts and study that you give to the Word of God. The Berean Christians, they gave it measure, serious measure of thoughts. When Paul taught them, they went back to check whether that which Paul has taught them was correct. And true, according to the scriptures that he has quoted, whether he was quoting it in context or out of context, whether his interpretation was was correct, whether his application were um, congruent was um, correct based on the scripture that he was taught, he was using, and all those things. Brethren, while around off this morning, the question to you is: How do you hear the word? the messages that you hear. Whether in in the books that you read, whether in music or in drama, whether in messages that is preached to you like this, how do you hear it? Be careful what you hear. If you are not careful, you will be undoing yourself, you will be taking poison, spiritual, poison, soul poison. And that will not be of help to your spiritual life. How will you grow spiritually? He says the measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you and more besides will be given to you. Grace will be given to you. Who hear, for to him who hears will more be given. He says, if you have the ears to hear, hear what the spirit is saying to the church, here it is those who hear what the Lord is saying that we have more of it. When you give it more meditation and thought, may the Lord attend to us in the name of Jesus as we give our ears to hear what the Lord is saying unto us Jesus in Jesus' name. Be careful. Who you listen to? Be careful
0: what you listen to, and it is well with you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you very much, and God bless you, Very good. the the, the word that has been spoken will grow in us to bring up harvest, multiple harvest in Jesus' name. We have this question: it says, mm-hmm. how, how can you help a pastor or Christian who grew under a church that asks more of wrong teachings than the right ones? And he's not aware of any other truth apart from what he has heard over the years. How can you help a pastor, a Christian, like that?
1: Well, it is not about helping that pastor, first of all. It is about your own life, first. It is your own life. You see, everybody chooses, everybody will choose his own way, his own destination. Mm. Don't think that everybody that is in that bus with you is going to the same destination that you are going. So if you think that you want to the uh, it is the person that is asleep that you can wake. You can't wake somebody who is pretending to be asleep. Fantastic, because yeah. he will still continue to pretend not to be a, not to be not that you cannot wake him. So if you are trying to correct somebody who has made up his mind on what he wants to do, you are wasting your time. Jesus said if they don't accept you here. Don't waste your time there. Mm-hmm. Shake your the dust of your uh, yes. soul of your feet and then go to other places before you have gone through the whole world before the end will come. So don't waste your time in one place. you wasting your time with those who are not ready for, your, for, for the word of God. So what you need to do is your own life, concentrate on your own life. What are you listening to? What is the message that you are listening to? Are you giving it serious thought and meditation? Are you... Are you thinking and and meditating, studying the word of God before you act on it, or is it because that pastor preached it? Oh, that is what the pastor preached. That is what reverend taught us yesterday. And you have not taught it. reverend will not stand for you on the judgment day. You will, and you still have various battles of the Bible. Be like the brilliant treatment. And when your life is shining the light, we will see People, others will learn it. If the pastor pastor himself will see, and if he wants to learn, he will learn. And if he doesn't want to learn, if he doesn't want to change, then he he has chosen his uh, his path Mm -hmm. in life. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is not about that pastor, but about your own life. But if the Lord is guiding you, if the Lord is leading you, to speak to him after you have prayed. I think the best thing you can do if you really love those people is pray for them. But mm-hmm. if the Lord is pleading you to go to them, you can go to them, but not to condemn them in humility and in wisdom. Mm-hmm. You, you deliver the message and you leave. And the Lord can change the person. For example, I have seen, I have met a pastor like that before. When I saw something, I was not a pastor then, long ago. When I saw some things in, in, in his life, I went to speak to him, and he said, well, he appreciates my coming to him, but the truth is that I was not a minister then, so I didn't really understand what it takes to be a ministry, so if I'm a ministry, I will understand him. Mm-hmm. I was sharing, I was seeing some things that are wrong, and I was trying to show this is what the people say, but this is what you are doing, and he's in reality, in practicality of being unity, it is not as the Bible has said it. So I, I left him and I was saying, and then one big man of God came to town and he was saying the same thing that I said in their minister's conference. I just saw that he came and he changed the things that I have been he changed. From what um, I observed and he was doing before, because I saw that my prayer, God answered my prayer through the other person who was also in ministry and could teach him correctly. So I think that you should pray. The Lord, you may not be the one the Lord will use so correctly, but as you are praying for him, the Lord can change him if he is open to change
0: amen 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 and we thank you all for joining us this morning uh somebody sent a prayer saying help me to be the best of myself and we join your prayer the lord will help you and give you the grace indeed all of us all of us to please the lord to please him to be um, a sweet-smelling sacrifice uh, before him. And to other people who are sent another question, this is a general question, and we're, we're going to address it on Ask Anything Friday by God's grace. So thank you all. We see all your prayers, and we see uh, your indication. We thank you. God bless you very good. Pastor, please say a word of prayer as we close. Father, we thank you for
1: this time again. Thank you, For God. sending your word to us. our heart of gratitude in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Heavenly Father, we are begging that this word that you have sent will not return to you voice. Amen. According to your word, it will prosper in all the hearts that have had it, Amen. And you will help us to, 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 to not to allow for not words in our life in the name Amen. of Jesus to so give time for meditation and study. Thoughts and study such that we will get virtue and knowledge from your word in practicality in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank Lord you I mean. pray for this radio that you open the heavens upon them Amen. and you continue to inspire them Amen. in the name of Jesus. Please all their needs. And Amen. let your name be glorified. Amen. Let let resolve attend their work Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you. In Jesus' name, we are praying.
0: Amen. 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 Thank you very much. God bless you. Amen. Thank you for having
1: me. You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ.